0: How many car seats can you fit into the back of a Honda Accord? The answer is 2.5. Unfortunately, kids don't come in halves. I'm going to explain. Welcome to Chasing Greatness. I'm so glad you joined us here for this last podcast episode that we will be doing on YouTube. And so if you're watching on YouTube, don't worry. We're going to continue to uh, drop YouTube content, but it's going to be specifically for YouTube only. And I'm excited about that. If you're listening by podcast, you'll still be able to download three times a week. Uh, Mondays, you know, is is when at work. Wednesdays, we talk about winning at home. And today, we're talking about winning at life. And we've been in this little series the last four weeks, talking about the five C's of self leadership. I think the hardest person you'll lead is you. And today, we're kind of wrapping that up with our fifth C It's it's the idea of capacity. So, Welcome to Chasing Greatness. I I'm, I really am glad you're you're with us. Uh, find somebody today that needs some encouragement. That they're, maybe they're running ragged right now. They're they're struggling. They got all kind of stuff going on in their life. They need a little more capacity. They're struggling to accomplish their vision. And and part of your job is is not just to be great and achieve your potential, but it's to help other people be great as well. And so I want to uh, I want to d- discuss this idea of capacity today. And let's talk about managing our time. And our energy—they're two of the most important assets a leader has—and and and, uh, I'm excited about it. So, when my wife told me that uh, baby number three was on the way, uh, this is back almost uh, 25 years ago, I guess now maybe a little longer. I I knew that there were a couple things that were uh, likely to be true. One, I was assuming we're going to have another girl. We had a couple girls already. Ended up having a fourth girl. Uh, If you know us, you know we have the four daughters that are now grown and gone and thankfully off the payroll. (laughs) They married guys, and uh, we're in the grandparent phase now. We're excited about that. But uh, not only did I know we'd have another girl, I knew that that all the car seats were not going to fit in our Honda Accord. I I actually tested it out. We had two already in the back seat. We had these four girls in about five and a half years uh, apart between the four of them. And so we've got a bunch of little ones in car seats at the time, and we try to put the third car seat in, the little baby carrier. That's not working. As just total. The doors wouldn't close. So, you know, that's how, that's how bad it was. And uh, can you say minivan? It was time for us to upgrade to a, a minivan because we needed more capacity. It, it was the same conversation we had. I, I shared with you a few weeks ago when my wife told me, we need another house. This house is th- that we had at the time. Uh, it was a good house, but it, but it only had one bathroom for the four girls, and that was not going to work. We we had our bathroom, they had theirs, and uh, my wife was was really wise in in that bathroom uh, discernment she had there. But it, the same thing was happening here when baby number three came, and so uh, this capacity thing is a really big thing when you think about your life. And when you think about your leadership, do you have the capacity to do all the things that you want to do? If you don't, uh, this conversation is going to be for you today. Let's let's ask this question. Do, do, Do you have control over your time or does your time have control over you? Are you managing your physical and emotional energy? I mean, there's so many facets to this idea of capacity. But really, when when I think about capacity for a, for a leader, it, it, it comes down to a couple of things: time and energy. Now, I made this statement last week. They're not making any more time, and 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 it's 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 limited. I mean, you got twenty four seven and one hundred sixty eight hours a week. It, that, that's what you got, and and yet you you can manage your energy. You can create more energy. And I, I know so many leaders right now, so many friends, so many people who are—they're working so hard. They got so much going on that their their energy tank gets depleted. And I, I just want to remind us all that there's some things we can do to increase our capacity and to maximize our time—not to—not to make more time, but we can uh, maximize it. So let's think about that for a second. When when you consider your time. As I said, you got 24 hours a day. How you use those hours is going to determine. It's, it's going to determine your level of joy. It's gonna. It's actually going to determine your level of energy. It's gonna. It's going to determine your impact. It's going to determine your relationships, and ultimately, your your legacy is on the line here. When you think about how you use your time, um, I, I, I think too often leaders fail to to think outside of the nine to five. I used that language the other day on, on the, the when at work episode where we want to think about, or or I think it was on the when at home on Wednesday. If you didn't check that out, I gave you 10 ways to build a great family. And I I just reminded people that there's, there's the proverbial nine to five. I know it's proverbial because it's like everybody's zooming now and everybody's remote and everybody's working different shifts of the day. And they, they have multiple jobs. Some people do, but if we're not careful, we'll just work all the time. And, and so this nine to five represents the time we're at work. And then I would say five to nine represents what happens outside of work. And I think a lot of that is, is um, just underappreciated what we do during that time to position us actually to win at work. If we if we win at home, we actually can, can position ourselves to win at work. And when I say win at home, you know, I usually talk about uh, winning at home on Wednesdays, and we talk about family and marriage and parenting and some of those kind of things. But winning at home is not just about your family relationships. Winning at home is about how you take care of you, what you do to grow, what you do to, for your personal development, all those kind of things. So, uh, all this stuff's on the line, and and so often leaders will focus only on the nine to five, the work time, and then neglect what happens to five to nine, and and that. That will create tension at home, and ultimately, if you're going to win at life, you you've got to understand the 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 tension there that exists between work and home. And so, if that sounds familiar, um, I I would encourage you to give some thought to what we're talking about. So, here's the truth: who you are outside of work is what matters most at work. I mean, <laughs> that's what I believe. I say it's the truth. It's what I believe. Anyway, you can you can decide. But if you don't have Things together in your life outside of work, I think you're going to have a hard time flourishing when you go into the workplace. So, you know, if you work at a place where you're you're sacrificing your personal happiness on the altar of your organization's success, uh, stop trying to be everything to everybody. Going a little coffee break there here this afternoon. So, as a leader, you you've got limits, and 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 there's always going to be more than you can do. And so, uh, if you manage, master your time and and manage the tension, you actually can increase your capacity. So let's let's shift into this twenty four hour twenty four seven mindset so that we can not only win at work but we can also win at home. Uh, we we say you've heard me say it a hundred times if you've been on here one hundred and fifty episodes. <laughs> I think we hit 150 last week for our episodes. I bet I've said it 50 times anyway. If you win at work and you lose at home, you still lose. It, it, it there's this, there's this th- yes, there's tension, but we've got to understand what the priority is. And it's to take care of ourselves. If we can't come emotionally healthy and strong, we're gonna be drained so fast, it's it's gonna be crazy. So let's let's make sure that we're doing some things to um to take care of, of our capacity. And I think one of the the places there is, is, Again, today we're winning at life. We're talking about what's happening, really, not just at work, but outside of work as well, and and we want to make sure that we're living in such a way that the people who know us the best love us the most. That's what we say on on Wednesday. So let's uh, let's let's do that. So I got a couple questions for you. I think they're they're really going to trigger some uh, some introspection here. I hope they will. I hope you'll 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 do our little. Where are you? You know, makeup mirror look. If, if you've heard me say that before, it, uh, uh, there's a regular mirror, but there's a makeup mirror that's got like five x. I want you to take a, well, something just look at the veneer. Like, how are you really doing? And and so here's the here's the here's my two questions. So, what do you need to do to manage the tension between leading well at work and being present at home? On in my list on Wednesday of the things you can do to build a great family, I reminded you that that time is really important, and when you are when you're there. You need to be there. So many times we we find ourselves somewhere and we're not really there. I gave the gave the example. I saw just the other day. I was in a restaurant. There was a family sitting around a table, and there are five of them, and all five had a had a screen in their hand, and they weren't looking at each other at all. They weren't face to face with the people that they were with. And so, are you are you there with the people that you're with? Um, we talked about empathy a couple of weeks ago you you can't have empathy if you're not present. I mean, you've got to be present if you're going to do that. So, so what do you need to do to manage that tension between leading well at work and being present at home? There's always going to be tension because you'll never get your work done. There's always going to be more than you could do. You you would not believe how many ideas and things that we have and we're trying to do and we're, um, we're I'll tell you about some of the stuff. We're, we're we're about to launch a new academy that we've created and I mean, we got all kind of crazy stuff going on. And yet there's never a day when I quit that, that I think, man, there's not more that we could do today. And, and, and so I have limits and I've got to admit that to myself and you're no different. You have limits as well. You may have way more capacity than I do, but the truth is you do at some point, you're going to, you're going to bump up against that, um, that limit. And if you're not paying attention to that, you're going to struggle to, to really win at life. And so that, that's important to us. So number two, uh, and I think this is maybe a time for a little calendar audit where I was talking to a leader uh, just this afternoon, and right before I filmed this, and he he said, "I cannot believe that we're we're a couple weeks through the month of May. I mean, it's it's almost like we're we're this close to being halfway through the year." And and as you think about how much you've gotten accomplished the first half of the year, I'm guessing you could you could have done a little more. You're probably thinking, "I, I should have done that. I wish I'd have done that." And, um, and and your calendar really is a reflection of that. So So that's my second question. What does your calendar say about your use of time? And what adjustments do you need to make immediately? What, what adjustments do you need to make in your schedule right now? Your calendar does not lie. It te- it w- if you will go back and pay attention to it, it'll it, it'll, have, it'll be blank that you haven't done anything or it'll, it'll have a bunch of busy stuff in there, or it'll have a bunch of stuff that you've actually accomplished that has been meaningful, it's added value to other people. I mean, it, it'll say something if you go back and pay attention to that calendar. And if you think about the way you're using your time, if you're like me, you can, you can find some places where there, there's stuff that you've been doing that really hasn't been helping you live the life that you want. If we're talking about winning at life, are you really able to do the things that you want to do? And we go back to that energy conversation, go back to that time conversation, time and energy tied together. Do you have time set aside? You have time to exercise, but do you have time set aside to exercise? Does that show up on your calendar? Do you have time for personal growth and development? You're spending a little time right now listening to this. So there there is some time on there, but is it strategic? Is it or is it just like sporadic? You, you occasionally you pop something in, you're hoping you'll find a good little nugget that'll help you through the day. Do you have a a a almost a regiment of, of personal growth and development? I think that's important. So I'm old enough to remember. You you probably won't be. Most of y'all are not as old time, but I'm old enough to remember when we, when we'd go to a a uh, a gas station and it was full service. It was crazy. <laughs> Whenever the gauge was low, my dad would would uh, let him let me ride with him in his old truck, and and I remember we'd we'd pull into the local filling station in our town, and and the guy uh, Willie was was the man's name who owned the filling station, and he would always greet us with a with a, with a smile, and I remember he would always ask us, "What what'll it be, guys?" And my dad would always answer. Uh, <laughs> Uh, fill her up with high test i I remember him saying that all the time fill her up i want high test now high test i think i think that was just like old school unleaded i'm not really sure what that was but but willie would not only fill our tank up but but he also checked the oil he would clean the windows and and somewhere along the way everything changed i mean if you want you want all that stuff done you, you you're gonna have to do that yourself and I'm not Mr. Carr guy I'm telling you I I, I need my oil change right now my little light just came on this week that it's time for for an oil change I'm gonna to have to take that and I'm going to, have to find somebody to help me with that and and uh, because that, that and, and the reason I say that is I don't have to do that the reason I say that is because if I spend an hour changing my oil which it might take me longer than that you might say well I can change my oil in 10 minutes go for it that's great uh, I'm going to cut my grass. You may or may not do that. You, you get to decide what you do with your time. But if I spend that hour doing that, that'll be an hour I can't spend doing something else. And truthfully, that's just not an hour of, of, of something that I'm good at. Somebody else could do that. And I can actually make more money in an hour uh, doing what I do than I can saving, you know, 10 bucks on an oil change or whatever. And so uh, as you begin to think about your life, are there some places where you need to start saying no to some things? I was talking to another leader. They were they had committed to something, and I asked them, I said, why did you not say no? And they said, well, I felt guilty. I, I, I'm not sure that's a good way to make a decision. Like, I'm going to feel guilty if I don't say yes to this. That That's, that's not a high-performance mindset. So in, in addition to your time, you're going to have to do some things that are going to help maintain your energy level to lead well. And wouldn't it be great if there was this full-service, you know, energy station. I mean I've been thinking about this. Like that'd be that'd be really cool, cool if you could just have somebody fill your energy tank every time your energy becomes depleted. I mean, now the truth is there are some people that put energy into you, spend time with them. That's great. And there are some people who drain you like crazy and you might want to limit the amount of time you spend with them. But when it comes to self-leadership, there really is no full service option here. I mean you're gonna have to manage your own energy. And so I'll just ask you a a few more questions here. What is it that brings you life? What depletes you? Who is the person that, that you, you, when you get around them, it fills your tank? Who's the, who are the people that when you get around them, they're, they're draining you? I want you to picture a gas gauge uh, of, of your life and, and yeah, how are you doing right now? Are you full? I mean, is your, is your tank full or are you going, Randy, man, I'm, I'm, I'm running on empty. I mean, I'm, I'm, or maybe some of you are on fumes right now. You know, maybe you're a quarter of a tank, or what? What are you going to do to refill my my gauge on my truck? It goes down all the time, every week or so. I've got to go back in. I got to refill. You need to find some time, put it on your calendar, spend some emotional uh, time disconnected from the things that drain you, and and find some things that replenish you. And if you're running on empty, you you can identify the things that really will be that almost like that that tank of gas, that refill that you need. And, and if you can do that, I think you can have zest and zeal and words that we don't really talk about a lot, but but joy. I mean, things that really um, bring you energy can really almost pep you back up. And, and then now you go back in and when you're with people, you're with them and you're adding value to them. You're helping other people be great. Remember, we talk about that all the time. So, so couple more questions here. If you had a gauge to measure your energy level right now, what would it currently read? Like, where is it? You might even draw the gauge on your paper. If you have a chance to get a piece of paper out, draw that like, like, are you running on empty? Are you full? Are you half tank? Are you, you know, like what adjustments do you need to make? Uh, Or, or we'd say it this way, what regenerative practices can you build into your schedule to ensure that your energy stays at peak levels all the time? So uh, that's it today. Time and energy are limited. Uh, how you steward both are ultimately going to dictate your level of influence, and it, 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 it's it's time for us to to shift into a a minivan mindset. We are going to have to have a bigger life if we're going to have more impact and help more people be great. If we're going to be great if, and, and help other people be great, we're going to have to have the capacity to do that. You may need a structure in your life to help you. I'm going to talk about that on Monday. Uh, in, in the Win it work episode we're going to talk about engaging and developing people around us some people to help us we, we've been talking about what's our biggest challenge right now we 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 we're looking at the serve model we we said you know, we've got to see a, a better future but one of those things that we need maybe is some people around us to help same thing's true with your with your energy here there's some things that you can do to to build into your life uh this energy uh mindset so my old friend Mark Miller always says, "Your capacity to grow determines your capacity to lead," and I believe that's true. I really do. I, and I think we have to have again this minivan mindset. The, the old sedan is not going to get you to where you want to go. Your life's getting bigger. You're going to need more capacity to have the influence you want. So hope you'll hope you'll practice uh, some of that this weekend. You're going to go into a weekend. It's a good time to rest. Good time to take a nap. Good time to unplug. Uh, turn the screens off. Whatever you need to do. Let's make sure that we're, we're doing everything we can going into next week to, to, make, to, to look at our time, where's it going, and to make sure our energy stays at a high level. And I think if we will, we'll be on our way to being great. All right, love you guys. I'll see you on Monday for another episode of Chasing Greatness.